There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. Furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters and this podcast. This is the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief, keeping you informed about the happenings in Annapolis and the area. Local news, local sports, local events, local opinion, and of course, local weather. The Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief starts now. Good morning. It's Friday, April 3rd, 2020. This is John Frenet, and this is your Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. Yesterday morning at 11 o'clock, I was able to sit in on a video conference call with County Executive Stuart Pittman and his team to get some updated information as to where the county stands in terms of the COVID-19 virus. Just a real quick update on some of the bullet points. One Anne Arundel County police officer has been diagnosed with the coronavirus and is currently hospitalized. We do wish him or her a speedy recovery. The Anne Arundel County Department of Transportation has instituted a grocery shopping shuttle, and this will take seniors only on Tuesdays and others that do not have access to vehicles on Thursdays from 7 a.m. to 2 p.m. to local grocery stores to do your shopping. You can call 410 222 0025 to arrange a ride, or you can go on to the county's Department of Transportation website. They do also have plans in place to shop for somebody who is unable to physically shop for themselves. On the police side, there have been 132 reported violations of the governor's executive order. 95 of them are found not to be violations at all, and 37 were issued warnings. There have been no arrests or citations issued by the Anne Arundel County Police Department. Unfortunately, domestic violence seems to be on the increase. Year-to-date in 2019, the county had logged 787 incidents, and year-to-date in 2020, that's up to 989 incidents. That represents a 25% increase from last year. Along with that, there is an uptick in child abuse cases as well. Last year in March, there were 17 reported cases, and this year in March, there were reported 21 cases. And one thing I do want to say about that is that sometimes schools happen to be the only safe refuge for some kids that live in an abuse household. Without schools, they're now in this abusive household literally 24-7 with this stay-at-home order. So if you hear something, if you see something, if you suspect something, please, please make that call. Have somebody check it out. You can do that anonymously. Speaking of schools, Anne Arundel County Public Schools are preparing to distribute Chromebooks for students who do not have the technology next week, and graded schoolwork will begin on April 14th. Up to this point, it's just been do the homework packets that they posted online or handed out when they're giving out the free meals. In terms of unemployment, that's not a pretty picture at all. Last week, 8,981 Anne Arundel County residents applied for unemployment, which represents about 10% of the state applications. Additionally, SNAP, which is the old food stamp program, applications increased. The February 2020 applications were 939, and the March ones were 2,419. In terms of the coronavirus itself, currently Anne Arundel County has 206 cases, and the health department is seeing 25 to 30 new cases per day. They are gearing up to be able to handle up to 100 cases per day. Currently, there are three fatalities, and statewide, there are 2,331 cases with 36 deaths, and now it is in every single county. We are the county with the fifth most identified cases. 
And finally, the Anne Arundel Economic Development Corporation released a great document for businesses that may be affected by the COVID-19 virus. It's about a 12-page document. I suggest if you are a small business trying to navigate through this whole CARE Act and help and everything else from the state, go get that document. You can get it at the AADC website or you can go to ionanapolis.net. We do have it right there. You can download that document right from our website as well. Some good news, and we told you this a while ago, but the Maryland Health Benefit Exchange has announced a special enrollment period open to Marylanders in response to the COVID-19 virus. You can go to MarylandHealthConnection.gov or call them at 1-855-642-8572. But the good news is, is that was only supposed to go through April 15th, but that now has been extended through July 15th to coincide with when your taxes need to be filed. If you want to learn a little bit more about that, check out our podcast last Friday with Michelle Eberly, who is the Executive Director of the Maryland Health Benefit Exchange, and she explained that whole program and what they are doing for you. While Governor Hogan closed all the malls, just remember that there are some restaurants over at Westfield Annapolis that are still open and looking for business. Of course, all of them are takeout or delivery only, but Applebee's, California Pizza Kitchen, Chipotle, Maggiano's Little Italy, Nando's Perry Perry, Noodles and Company, Potbelly, Red Robin, Stony River, and the Cheesecake Factory are all open and ready to take your orders. Generally, their hours are 11 a.m. to 7 p.m., some as late as 10 p.m. And one thing I didn't realize that Nordstrom's is still open for curbside pickup, so you can order online or somehow, I guess, maybe call the store and pick it up there when they tell you to. Kind of a nice story out of the Annapolis Town Center. They have announced their donation of $3,000 to the 21st Century Education Foundation. Now, that's a foundation that's established. It's a 501c3 to support students and teachers of Anne Arundel County Public Schools. And in light of the recent events with the COVID-19 outbreak, they partnered up with them to donate money to help feed students. It was a 10-day campaign, and they encouraged everybody to do takeout or delivery of their restaurants, and a percentage of the proceeds were going to be donated. Heather Ernst, who's the marketing director for the town center, said, we are grateful for the support from our community in participating in restaurants. Each day, we are exploring new ways to help support our community and provide care during this unpredictable time. Restaurants that participated were Neo Pizza, Giolitti Deli, Baltimore Coffee and Tea, Paladar and P.F. Chang's. $3,000 to help feed the kids. Good job, Annapolis Town Center and those restaurants. And this is my favorite story of the day. The Ospreys are back. Now, I know you've probably seen them flying around in the sky or maybe perched on top of a pole here or there, but the ones I'm talking about are outside of Severna Park High School. They're on that special BG&E pole with that special nest, and they are back again for the fourth year. You can see them live 24-7 at Severna Park Ospreys.com. They do have a live feed there. It tends to be a little bit boring at night, but during the day, they are very active and it is actually a pretty cool sight to watch. As I said, this is the fourth year that they've done it, and it's the idea of Mark and Heather Jeweler, who are local residents, and they are apprentice raptor rehabilitators. And they run the Maryland Raptor Conservation Center, and they work together with Comcast to provide the connectivity and the internet. And Hido on Tap, which donated the camera, solar battery and equipment, and of course, BGE, which put the pole and and the platform for the nesting. So if you find you've got a few minutes, SavernaParkOspreys.com. Again, not a whole lot going on as far as events this weekend, but there is one that's happening tonight that I do want to tell you about. I'm very excited about it. And this is the Feed Anne Arundel Friday Benefit Concert. What this is, is this is sort of like a little 
East Porter Rockin' Light. It's got a lot of the bands that you're going to see at East Porter Rockin', and they're coming together to do a fundraiser to help feed Anne Arundel. And I've mentioned it before, but feed Anne Arundel asks for donations to have restaurants prepare food for those that are in need. For every 500 meals that feed Anne Arundel serves, that's five people that are back at work, and restaurants can remain open, and people are eating great food. The bands that are going to play, they're going to be asking you to donate. It's going to be like a Jerry Lewis telethon. But the bands that are going to be there are Julie Simek from Sweet Lita, Jordan Sokol from Pressing Strings, Timmy Metz, Charles Cabusi, Robin Bingham, Larry Byrne from Higher Hands, PJ and Neil, Dana Koch, Sean Owen, SOB, Gene Stapp Nooney and Mark Nooney from Wheelhouse Rocks, Jimmy Davies from Jimmy's Chicken Shack, Ruben Dobbs from Swamp Candy, Brothers Keeper, and Alexander Peters. This gets underway at 5 p.m. tonight. You can go to Feed Anne Arundel Benefit Virtual Concert on Facebook, and it will be right there. If you want to donate to Feed Anne Arundel, you can go to GoFundMe.com and search for Feed Anne Arundel, or you can go to RipkinFoundation.org. And there will be a button on there to be able to donate. And they're sort of running it through the Ripken Foundation. So it is a nonprofit and you can deduct it on your taxes. All right, that does wrap it up for today. Please make sure you're checking out ionanapolis.net throughout the day because we're going to update these stories and more throughout the day. If you are someplace you can leave us a rating or a review, please do that. And if you appreciate what we do, please let your friends and family and colleagues know about us. Let them know how to subscribe. Let them know how you listen to your podcasts. We would appreciate that. Other than that, you need to hang tight. I've got George Young with your local DMV weather forecast. He's coming up in just one minute. But first, this message from Solar Energy Services. Hello, Marylanders. This is Rick Peters, president of Solar Energy Services in Millersville, Maryland. First, I'd like to recognize Governor Larry Hogan and County Executive Stuart Pittman for their leadership through this pandemic as we all continue to adjust to new norms in these challenging times. To be sure, we'll come out of this situation with some permanent changes to our way of life, including the possibility of a greater commitment to a more holistic and sustainable lifestyle. Because of that, maybe now is a good time for you to start thinking about your energy future, including a shift to solar for your home or business. Fortunately, Solar Energy Services utilizes interactive technology tools that allow us to continue to do business safely while providing detailed, accurate presentations and proposals from a distance. So don't hesitate to schedule a free solar design with us today at 410-923-6090 or visit us at solarsaves.net. Sunshine's a wasting, but together we'll get through this. Going out? You need the most up-to-date local weather. Here's George Young from DMV Weather in Annapolis with today's forecast. Hey everyone, this is George with DMV Weather, and this is your Ion Annapolis forecast for Friday, April 3rd. Yesterday was the first of several nice weather days in a row expected across Anne Arundel County, with plenty of sunshine and temps near 60 degrees, though it was a bit breezy across the region. And while today will be similar with continued breezy winds and temps 60 plus for Annapolis, the weekend ahead looks fairly solid for the area with a mixture of sun and clouds and calmer winds with highs near 60 or so on Saturday, with temps then possibly getting into the mid-60s on Sunday before a very nice day on Monday with sunshine and highs upper 60s to maybe lower 70s for all with the outlook for next week being fairly dry conditions and temps mainly in the 60s for highs throughout the week. Okay, that's it for today. This is George Young of DMV Weather. Make it a great weekend out there. Stay healthy and be safe and be sure to get our app on all of your devices by searching DCMDVA Weather in the Apple or Google App Store and also be sure to follow us on Facebook and Twitter and on our website at dmvweather.com so you can always stay weather-informed. Hi, this is Brian Griffiths, the founder of Maryland Podcast Month. 
Maryland Podcast Month was founded in 2018 to draw attention to all of the great podcasts and podcasters here in Maryland. And during this time of social distancing, there is no better time to start learning more about locally produced podcasts. Shows like my podcast, Red Maryland Radio, Eye on Annapolis, The Conduit Street Podcast, JB's Drive-In Podcast, The Maryland Crabs, Quality Time, The Society Fringe Players, and more are still putting out fresh content. Visit MarylandPodcastMonth.com to learn more about these great Maryland podcasts. That's MarylandPodcastMonth.com. And we thank you for your support of local content. Whether it's a fire, a hurricane, or a virus, Annapolis comes together. We've done it time and time again. Because this is a town that gets it. A town that knows how to lift each other up when the world falls down. As we face this new challenge, I encourage our community to come together as we've always done. I'm Steve Samaras from Zachary's Jewelers. I pledge to lend a hand to support my family, my team, my neighbors, and the small businesses in our town. Together, let's do what we've always done. You've been listening to the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. Tell your friends and colleagues this is the podcast where you can keep up on the latest with what's going on in Annapolis. And also tell them about our website, ionanapolis.net, where you can find even more information. This podcast comes to you every Monday through Friday at 7 a.m., keeping you informed with the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. And take a moment to listen to our other podcast, The Maryland Crabs, released every Thursday at noon.